Hello, you are tuning into Uneducated Guests with Josiah. I'm your host, Josiah. I'm a senior in high school that has to do a project for a college class, but I didn't feel like looking anything up, so here I am. Today's topic is relationships. That's like the entire topic, just, you know, the word relationships. <laughs> Because my teacher thought it would be funny off the list of topics to talk about for me to talk about specifically that I shout or not really shout yeah I did shout him at him <laughs> well I came up with a list of topics for videos I could do and he thought that'd be the funniest one to I should do for me specifically because I'm not very good at relationships I mean I'm still in high I'm a senior in high school now. So what I consider relationships is probably not what most people consider relationship and shit like that. But I've date, taken chicks out on dates. I've gone on a few dates. It's 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 not it's not fun. No one likes me because I'm like five four and short. That's kind of painful. It hurt, hurts right in my heart. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm beautiful. But now, relationships. I feel like in this day and age, they're not as valued as they used to be. I don't even mean that necessarily. Like. I know people that have been dating for, you know, years, months, and they're so happy, and I'm kind of jealous of that because I wish I had that happy feeling. But see, I feel like so many people have been just, like, messed up mentally in this day and age, or, like, like par- their parents are separated, and they just don't grow up, grow up in a loving home. So I feel like a stable relationship for them is just harder like I grew up without my dad. I mean, he was still in my life because my my uh, he had some custody rights, but he was. I've just never been over that loss and abandonment issues that I have. So I've just never been good with relationships. I think I've had one relationship that lasted like two months. That was my longest. But yeah, that was an interesting experience. Kind of messed me up a little bit. I'm like, that sucks. But that's over now. It's fine. Both those relationships, that friendship and that actual relationship have been, you know, cleansed and gone for a long time. And I just need to learn how to get over things, even if they're minuscule things. I think people have problems with letting things go, like letting go of old relationships, letting go of old friendships. And that is hard for them to gain and build trust with new relationships because they still have that heartache and that pain. And I'm not talking about like, you know, Uh, loving relationship I'm talking about like friendships and like that kind of stuff too like relationships with your family all that stuff is really difficult to maintain especially if you're already like you know kind of not good at it like I think I don't have that good a relationship with most of my family because well a lot of them are just not 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 they're not bad people they by any means they're all they just aren't the kind of good that's like in a perspective like they don't mean to they don't mean to be douches but you know sometimes they can't really help it it's just the way they're raised like my one of my grandmas uh she's very christian very christian and uh very judgy not necessarily towards me but she's just she's very rude and doesn't mean to come off as rude and like i get that but like I mean, come on. You you should you should you should know when to like you know just stay your tongue. It's not it's just common decency, you know, instead of being rude to everyone. But that's just my opinion. And like 
Then I've got one of my uncles who's great. I've actually been influenced a lot by him. Uh, that's one of the reasons I'm joining the Air Force. Uh, he's uh, he never he just had a kind of a mind of his own. Well, not mind of his own. He had no filter that was properly <laughs> there, and that's where I learned a lot of my link slang and stuff like that was from him. And I feel like he's had a lot of influence on my personality and who I've became as a person. And I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing, but he's also just not very good at relationships as we've known in the past. Well, not we, but me and my family have known he's he's had some interesting ones. But yeah, enough of that. <laughs> so relationships are just hard to come by anymore because everyone is always just, well, they seem fake to you. No one ever lets you see their true colors until it's too late, and people will always, like, stab you in the back and just be awful to you and hateful because that's the kind of world they've grown up in. I don't necessarily blame the people that have hurt me. Like, I've had friends that aren't my friends anymore because they've just been awful to me, and it was behind my back, and that's just kind of hard to deal with, but if you can uh, grow past this kind of things, I feel like relationships are feasible. Now, love relationships, like uh, intimate relationships, I would guess, I feel like those aren't necessarily uh, feasible because the only reason you have love, like, so humans, I get their brains developed in order to feel emotions more deeply, but the primal urge of love is just a chemical imbalance and like it's the urge to mate and that's all it really is. Now you can feel brotherly love now and things like that so I do think that urge has changed from what it once was in our ancestors like you know well not necessarily our ancestors well yeah I guess it would be considered our ancestors our pre-evolutionary mindset of us the pre-homo sapien species and like I think that's kind of interesting but that's not the topic well I mean yeah it kind of is like all emotions really are is just chemical imbalances and I feel like you can fix all those with, you know really good drugs but so relationships are just very hard to come by now that are genuinely like you feel for that person you care about that person because everything has its ups and downs I mean like back in the 50s right they would love their women but they would also beat their wives and like you know that's not I don't feel like that's love I feel like they thought it was love it could have been love but they just don't understand how to love because everyone is raised by their father and or mother or both which I'd be pretty great but <laughs> that's not the point you learn what love is by what you're surrounded by like I've not necessarily known what like caring loving is I mean it's they they care about me, but it's in their own way, and it's it's hurtful sometimes. But that's how you learn love, and so not no not everyone uh, learns how to love properly, or that love is attainable for them. Because some people grow up in like really toxic family situations, and they were never taught like that people care about them or love them, and they just don't know how to react to it. And I understand that, and it's a really, it's just sucks for those kind of people, which is why relationships are so hard for certain people, or maybe they 
don't necessarily think what they're doing is wrong or hateful, but it is. And I feel like it's hard for people to understand that when that's all they've known their entire life. But I feel as if you can, like, teach someone to love. Like, it's like just teaching any, like, normal emotions. I mean, it's hard to teach emotions if it's a learned behavior over, like, so many years. Like, that's why people in abusive households tend to be, like, abusive or alcoholics. Like, if you grew up with, like, a dad that beat you, you're more likely to beat your children or, you know, drink yourself to death. But those are besides the point. I feel like those behaviors can be unlearned and be dealt with if, like, therapy. Like, you're, if you need, like, counseling and, like, love therapy, not love therapy, what's that called? Marriage counseling? Marriage counseling, there we go, that's the word I was looking for. Like, people get that all the time because they'll, like, cheat on each other, which isn't, I feel like, isn't love either. Because if you love that person, why would you break their heart like that and go behind them? I mean, I get we all have our flaws, but that's kind of a pretty big flaw if you're, you know, banging someone else besides your significant other. It's just kind of messed up. But I feel like you should be able to learn to love before you do something like that, like get into the relationship or something. I feel like everyone that's like should just go to like kind of like a counseling type thing and figure out how to love themselves before they can love others. That way they don't hurt others by being in relationships with them, like friendships or stuff like that, because they can still be toxic people and just not unknowing of it. And they can hurt others without trying to. I mean, I feel like that's one of my biggest problems. I hurt a lot of people, and I don't necessarily mean to. And I, I know I'm doing it. I feel bad about it, and I end up self-destructing. That's why I've honestly sworn off most relationships with friends and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I have acquaintances now and then that I know and hang out with. But to let someone inside and let someone see the true you is a hard thing to do especially when you don't even know who the true you is yourself and it's like a hard thing to do because you know it sucks being lonely it sucks being alone and you feel like you need to fill that void with something like drugs love money anything to get you out of this pit of despair but sometimes that's all you're gonna have and you've just gotta get comfortable with the loneliness and learn to love yourself before you can actually love others. Otherwise, you'll just be in a constant state of pain and hurting people. And I don't think you'll ever get better unless you learn to love yourself, which is something I struggle with. But I feel as if you learn to love yourself, you'll have much more healthier relationships. You would have healthier relationships in um, everything you do, like friendships, work relationships, family relationships. I feel like if you can love yourself, and get over your own flaws that you can have the love of other people and they can help you but you can't sustain unless you have your own self-love and these relationships and I get that's a really hard thing to like think about and know but it's true the self-love is the most important kind of love I get people have like religion and that kind of stuff and like oh Jesus loves me and all that fun stuff Allah will take my soul in the afterlife but I feel like that isn't enough. Like, yes, Jesus teaches us self-love. I have read the Bible. Well, it's most of it. I was raised in a very, uh, well, not very, not a household. My grandmother is very Christian. 
a lot of my dad's side of the family is uh, Irish Catholics. I'm not sure what the exact term for it is, but they're very Irish, very Catholic, very nice people. The, besides them getting very drunk. <laughs> but they're nice people. My dad, not... Uh, I just have a lot of bad... Uh, I don't have a lot of love from that him. But I, his family are some of the nicest people you will ever meet. I mean, yeah, they do have their problems, but my uh, my father's mom, or well, his stepmom, technically, that's a whole family thing I don't want to get into that's just confusing, but my grandma Mary, basically, she's the nicest, most caring person I have ever met, and there's this thing, like, the song that most grandmothers sing, but it's got a lot of meaning to me, uh, the You Are My Sunshine song, she'd always sing that to me when I was younger, and that song's always stuck with me. And it's just so sweet how caring she is and how non-judgmental. Like, she will do anything for me, and it's just so sweet. Because that's the kind of love I aspire and yeah, aspire to be able to give to people. It's just unconditional, and it's amazing. And she's the nicest person I've ever known. Now, my other grandmother, she does love me, but she's not as non-judgmental she judges a lot and it's just harder to like comprehend that kind of love when it's all she knows I understand but she's just goes about things the wrong way maybe she doesn't uh, understand what she's saying is rude but she also sung me uh, 110 soldier which is a very dark song but I'd always remember that song it's a very dark song about uh, wartime and the bodies being uh, hauled off and one out of ten soldiers survives. But it's a, I just remember her singing to me to sleep in that uh, caring voice and that song just always stuck with me. See, you can have healthy relationships with your family even if you didn't necessarily grow up in love. Like, I've got a lot of religious influences in my life, yet I did take after my mother who is an atheist. I do not believe in anything after life, but I believe we can, as a whole, love ourselves and love people and humanity. We don't need a God or necessarily unconditional love or afterlife in order to be good people or love people. And I feel that in, well, in the deepest parts of me, I feel like you don't need religion or self-sacrifice and you can love as many people as you want and you don't need like some oh, they're going to go to hell if you sin, that's why you've got to love everyone. No, you should just love people to love people. Love is such a strong emotion, and I get get it. It's hard to love, but some people can just love everyone or love nothing, and it's just hard to love nothing. Like, I love puppies, I love music, I love, I mean, I really do feel emotional about these things. I've cried over one, uh, or well, broken relationship, I guess, because it was a puppy. Well, he wasn't really a puppy, but he was to me. It was uh, my uh, great-grandfather's dog, Cubby, who, uh, after my great-grandfather died, uh, Cubby just kind of gave up. He was old already, but he couldn't eat. He couldn't barely walk, and he had to be put down. And I cried over that because that dog had been with me my entire life. And those are the kinds of bonds with like animals I can't have with people because animals are so much more caring and so much more forgiving than mankind. Mankind is just filled with a bunch of hate and bitterness and evilness. 
And that's why animals are so great. Because animals are just sweet little babies that you can love unconditionally and they'll always love you back. No matter even if you're upset or hurt, they will always love you. And I just think that's really sweet. And if we can love ourselves like our puppy loves us, then we can have really successful relationships with anyone. Because dogs love is unconditional. And if our love was unconditional like that, then I feel like the world would be a lot better place, or a more, uh, yeah, a lot better place with a lot better people because you wouldn't feel the need to put anyone down. You wouldn't feel the need to hurt other people. You wouldn't feel the need to cheat or like adulterate, adultery. Yeah, it's called adultery. I'm not adulterate, I feel like. But yeah, you wouldn't feel the need to go behind someone's back. You could be honest with them. You could be trustworthy. You could be a nice person. You wouldn't have to go behind someone's back in order to do something if our world was filled with more love instead of lust. Like, there's a little Sky song um, called Lust, and it's about how our world's filled with lust and not enough love. And that resonated with me because it's a true statement. And I just feel like... If you learn to love instead of just having lust and having the mental capacity to just hurt people by not being able to love them in the end, like, people are always like, like, I hear Christian people like, uh, Steve Harvey, he sold a book called this, The Moral Barometer, or Me and My Moral Barometer, I believe is the title of his book. He's cheated on his wife so many times, and I just find it funny, he's like, if you don't believe in God, how can you uh, tell right from wrong? Well, clearly he believes in God, but he doesn't tell right from wrong because he's cheated on his wife several times. And I just think that's just kind of funny that Christians are always preaching, or just religious people in general, that, oh, you need God to abate from sin. No, you wake up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror, tell yourself, oh, I'm going to sin today, but don't worry, it'll be all right because I'm going to beg for forgiveness tonight. That shouldn't be how life works. You should just be a good person and know what you're doing is wrong, no matter what you do. Like, if you see something that's wrong and you know it's wrong, why do you have to go against something that you know you shouldn't do, but you do anyway? I get it. It's hard to tell certain things from right and wrong when you're younger or when you've grown up with, like, something wrong, but you should understand that hurting people is just not good for anyone. I feel like you should love people in order to maintain your healthy relationships. And I feel like if I had loved myself and loved people differently than I did, I feel as if my life would be in a lot better place than it is right now. And I feel as if I wouldn't hurt people, even if I don't mean to. I So when I get close to someone, I end up self-destructing in relationships and end up pushing everyone away from me because I feel like I'm so broken and so messed up because I can't love myself that I will just destroy everything that's around me. And I can't do that to anyone anymore. And it's just hard when you can't love yourself and you love try to love other people, you end up self-destructing on yourself and it's just painful because you don't want to hurt other people and you try your best to be everything they could ever want but you end up self-destructing on yourself because you know you'll never be good enough for that person because they're too amazing. And it's just, it's hard. 
building really trusting relationships is just hard and I get that but it's even harder trying to pretend like everything's okay in a relationship while you're lying to that person and you need to understand that, that you should always be honest and always loving in a relationship no matter that's with family with the work people with friends with anyone uh, any relationship intimate or not uh, not intimate intimate it's it's tr it's just very good practice to always be honest always be caring always be loving and to work on yourself as well because if you didn't work on yourself and you just tried throwing your love out to anyone then you're just gonna get more and more broken and hurt and it's just a hard life to live and if you can love someone and truly love them you've got to have self-love that's the only way any relationship is going to work whether it's the need to mate as I said earlier or you just can't swore off all relationships like intimate wise you can still love anyone you meet on the street you don't need to have an intimate love with everyone you can love your you can love people as like not even necessarily friends you can just love strangers to love people you can just love humanity you can love the world for being just everything you want it to be you can love colors you can love sound you can love food you can love you can love articles of clothing you can love anything you just have to love yourself before anything and that's the truest thing I can think of or say you have to love yourself before you can love anything else and I understand that seems dumb like oh I will always hate myself but I'll love her and I've understood that feeling but it's still healthier to love yourself before anything I get that it may be hard or you may think it's impossible but I know you, anyone can do it. If if I've seen the people, some of the people love themselves, and the spots, the places they were in before they started loving themselves were so hard to watch them in, because it's just I've known people in very dark places that have learned to love themselves, and once I get that, I feel like my life's going to be a lot better off. And it's just great watching people grow self confidence and grow self love and love themselves because that's what the world needs we need more love and it's hard to see relationships that just fail because they didn't have love or they cheated and because they quote-unquote lost love I get it's hard, gonna be hard sometimes but with love you can do anything in a relationship no matter what with who with anything love is the most important emotion you can feel it's not necessarily the deepest but love is the core, core emotion that you need in order to live a happy, healthy life and survive. The human brain needs love. And that's just, it's just hard when the world's filled with so much despair and so much heartache that... Hey guys, I am back after a slight uh, breakdown uh, at the ending of my last part of the episode. So I'm sorry about that, but I uh, ended up doing some research on relationships. Uh, they're some interesting and some kind of sad, but it's what it is. So 
my first uh, quote unquote statistic, and I will be giving the uh, not necessarily links, but I'll tell you the sites I got them from at the end of the episode. But uh, 70% of straight unmarried couples break up within the first year. And I can see that because I see that a lot uh, in my generation, especially with uh, people breaking up and everything. I mean, it sucks, but everyone's like in high school and stuff or college, you're like, oh, we're going to last forever and we're going to get married and blah, blah, blah. Well, it usually ends in them having a really bad breakup and it's just really just not good for either party and it's it sucks to see but that's just how life is man you've got to have like i think at least three harsh harsh like heartbreaking times in your life till you find the right one but that's just me and then five years in a relationship the couple will have a 20 percent chance of breaking up after 10 years it's even less than that which is actually a really interesting thing. So the longer a couple is together, basically, the less chance they have of breaking up. And I saw that in this TV show, uh, How I Met Your Mother, with Marshall and Lily. Their, their relationship relationship was always great, but I grew up off of learning from Barney because I'm an idiot. But, yeah. <laughs> That's just how I am. I emulated TV shows. Well, not necessarily emulated I learned how to socially interact by TV shows. That's why I don't have good relationships. (laughs) But uh, many couples break up around Christmas and Valentine's Day, which makes sense because it's like a lot of those stressful, stressful times uh, in a relationship. It's Valentine's Day whenever you're trying to impress the other, or maybe they forget it. Uh, to get you something and you get pissed, you know, just stuff like that. And Christmas, you know, you've got to meet the family and all that fun stuff. That sometimes doesn't end very well. But feelings of love lead to a suppression of activity in the areas of the brain controlling critical thought, which is basically why a lot of people don't see red flags in relationships at first. But then once they start to not necessarily fall out of love, but they start to realize what is happening it's too late and it's harder for them to get out of the abusive relationship and stuff like that because they ignored all the red flags for so long but nearly half of all women and men in the united states have experienced psychological aggression by an intimate partner in their lifetime and i mean that's what a relationship is let's be honest just (laughs) that's bad that's but no a lot of uh, people are uh, mentally abused anymore and not necessarily physical abuse obviously but uh, people can be verbally abused or like mentally cohered cohesion i don't know i can't pronounce that word but you guys know what i'm trying to say but people between 18 and 29 are having the most sex they have an average of 112 sex sessions per year or basically twice a week but if you're uh, 30 to 39 uh, years old, you have sex 86 times per year, which is about 1.6 times per week. Yet if you're 40 and 49, wait for this t- number, you've got have sex 69 times a year. Am I right, boys? That's about uh, half the total for 18 to 29 years old. So let me do that math because that doesn't have the math on here. Um, so that's once a week, I think. I don't know. 
it says about half, so it's about once a week. I don't know how that really works about how you can have sex about once time, one time. That's never mind. It's not going into that. But the sites I got this information from, I think I put them all down. There's only three because I'm obviously very lazy. But hackspirit.com was one of them. I'm not reading the whole link. I'm just reading the site. Um, for the abuse statistics, I got the hotline.org. And for uh, the last three statistics, medicaldaily.com. I mean, these are the. I hope these. Well, one of them's at least the most trustworthy, but the rest are just. They have research and they have the linked researches in them. I didn't necessarily go that far, but that is how a lot of them uh, present it. They uh, present all the statistics, all the people that did the research, and basically, like, the not necessarily uh, not companies, but um, organizations that have done the research by interviewing so many people. So these might not be 100% accurate, but that's how, I mean, most statistics aren't going to be 100% on because they, you know, you have a lot to go on and they ha generally have a small or smallish pool, pool size to work with. So it's just how it works. It's just an average estimated guess. That's all science is, it's just hypothesis, hypothesis. Well, this is all for now. I will see you guys next time on the next episode. Adios.